All right, how we doing, everybody? I'm your host, Will Reddington, and welcome to another episode of Red Talk. Season three of the Red Talk podcast is here. Another season of football is upon us, and we are so excited to unveil a few new sponsors here at Red Talk. The first being BetMGM Sportsbook, a world-class sports betting platform accessible online via the website or through the mobile app app bet mgm sportsbook available in the apple app store sign up with bet mgm today using promo code play 1000 no spaces play 1000 for a risk-free bet up to $1000 the app works seamlessly they have everything you could ever imagine on there player props this guy to hit a home run this guy to get a hit baseball basketball soccer tennis Futures bets, everything you can imagine, Bet MGM Sportsbook, available on the Apple App Store. Also, Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the newest and most innovative DFS app out there. Underdog lets you parlay multiple matchups like total yards, total bases, total points with specific players to turn a few dollars into hundreds of dollars. Use promo code UDPROMO22. For a free $100 bonus when you start playing, that's UD Promo 22. Sign up now and turn game day into payday. And I wouldn't be me if I forgot O'Shea's Irish Pub. O'Shea's Irish Pub, three locations all around the Louisville area, Southern Indiana and Jeffersonville, 123 Main Street downtown, 956 Baxter Avenue near Bartstown Road. The best service, the best bar, the best vibes in the entire city. O'Shea's Irish Pub doing better than ever open late. Come see us. All right, let's get it going. Red Sox, we are back. AB Austin Bigot is here. I'm your host, Will Reddington. And it is December. Thanksgiving is over. College football is almost gone, which is, in a way, incredibly depressing. But when that is the case, that means the most important games are right in front of us. It is conference championship weekend. The USA advanced to the knockout stages of the World Cup. Somehow, some way, barely held off Iran. And uh, now, now we're... Here, we're ready for a really, really fun sports weekend. Another one. How's it going, man? Going good, man. I mean, it's always going good when the USA gets through to the knockout stage. So that's the most important uh, thing yeah. this weekend. Yeah, 10 a.m. on Saturday, um, the Netherlands, Holland, the Dutch, they are minus 205 to advance. Uh, USA is plus 186. That does change when you get out, get into the knockout. You can still have that three-way where it's each money line in 90 minutes and a tie, but uh, now there is no true draw. Uh, 90 minutes and it goes to extra time. You play 30 more, and if you're still tied, you're going to the ever-sought-after penalty kicks as in as soccer gets it is going to be really fun at 10 a.m on saturday 
Yeah, we kind of got screwed by the time, but um, they've been giving us all the 2 o'clock games every other game, so I guess we can't really complain. Yeah, at least it's a weekend, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, that's that's huge. We, we're trying to find a, a bar in the city of Louisville that is going to be open at 10 a.m. Uh, that isn't Saints, because apparently that place has, is like the capacity of have to get there the Yum Center right now. Yeah, good on that. Not waking up at 6 a.m. for literally anything. But yeah, big win for the United States of America against Iran. I think the draw against England was the most impressive thing that we saw so far. Uh, England is the top five team in the entire tournament and uh, USA outplayed them and drew them so I think they got a chance as uh, as long as Christian can go out there and play some soccer on Saturday yeah I mean I think um, I think the USA has been really impressive this whole tournament um, they obviously only scored two goals but they haven't given up a goal in like live action obviously gave up the PK to Wales but just watching that England game it looked like they were the better team for six like 70 percent of that game and I know we know that's yeah. not true but they look like it. Um, they just sprint around so fast the whole game. They kind of wear down at the end, which is very nerve-wracking. But it's not just Pulisic out there, which is is nice to see. Um, got a lot of talent on this game. Tower Adams has been awesome. Musa has been awesome. Um, yeah. Sergeant is you know he's out there fighting for his life. Seems like he's on the ground every play. But yeah, McKinney, yeah, solid. McKinney, great player. Got the red, white, and blue hair. Um, but yeah, it's it's so cool to finally have like a a good soccer team and like something to look forward to. Obviously, we had the moments with like um, Donovan against Algeria and Clint Dempsey and all that. But even th- those teams, it was like, okay, this team is like okay, but like they're never going to be. But like our our current team is very young, and no matter what happens Saturday or if we advance past that, the round of eight, whatever, uh, we we have the second youngest team this year, and in four years, these guys are all going to be in their prime, really good, and it's going to be on our home turf. So, a lot to look forward to for soccer in the United States for the first time in at least probably ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who would have thought that those are the kind of things that that you're saying today on December 1st, 2022. It's a great point that they haven't given up given up a legitimate goal in the entire tournament so far. It's it, it's insane to think about. I mean, that one PK against Wales, that's all you got. But they, my main thing is they look kind of fast. They do. They, I always felt it, like that was yeah, the thing it, with Dempsey's teams. They weren't very fast. Yeah, it finally looks like they belong on the same, like even against England. I feel like we had them on their heels like at least like 50 minutes of that game. Uh, I mean, obviously they had a couple chances too, but like I definitely felt like we outplayed them. And years past, you could just see like, okay, this is a step up in competition. Like we can't hang with these dudes, but they – like I said at the beginning, they sprint around. They actually look like they can compete with um, any of these countries, really. Um, Netherlands is going to be tough. Obviously, we're like plus 330 to win. But, I mean, I, I definitely think we can get it to extra time and just try to find a – try to even if it's a fluke, try to find one goal and maybe get through because our defense has been great. Um, keeper hasn't been tested that much, but he's he's been good. He almost stopped the PK. That would have been unbelievable, but – yeah, uh, it's probably if we're gonna win, it's probably gonna have to be like one zero, maybe two one, if we can find a second goal or in PKs. But yeah, I, I think we we definitely have a chance. Yeah, I mean, it's soccer. You just gotta hang in there because you never know when you're gonna have that moment. Um, yeah, Champions League final last year, uh, Real Madrid, Liverpool, Liverpool twenty two shots, Real Madrid three, Real Madrid wins the game one nothing. And I don't think the USA is even in a position to get outplayed like that uh it really at any point definitely not against the dutch there are half of the knockout stage in the the matchups are set and the odds are out so like uh, 
eight teams, uh, now now ten, have advanced, but uh, matchups are set for Netherlands-USA. Netherlands minus 225 to advance, USA plus 180. Listen to the rest of these. Argentina minus 1,600. Australia plus 1,000. France minus 1,200. Poland plus 740. England minus 500. Senegal plus 360. So, so far, the USA has the best chance to be an underdog to move on. Yeah, um, if we do move on, which, you know, no point in looking ahead when you're a plus 360 dog or whatever we are, but... Eh, just 90 minutes, yeah. plus 180 to, to get the next round. Might have Messi waiting for us, but, I mean, it's already been a successful tournament. Anything now is just extra, so can't wait to root the lads on at 10 a.m. Really wish we had that 2 o'clock spot again. But it leads yes. right into, um, it'll lead right into the first championship game big 12 championship game at noon so gonna be non-stop action on saturday from 10 a.m to 2 a.m yeah after a late night too with uh usc kansas state yeah. oh usc <laughs> after a late night after a late night too with usc utah yeah. man yeah it, it's it's gonna be an electric weekend um yeah i i I really like USA to advance. Netherlands is not as good as they were back when we were playing FIFA in 2013 by any means. Uh, they're relatively old. They're very tall and strong. It's one thing about the USA. They're not, our, our corners are relatively uh, pathetic uh, we because we're that, not very tall. Yeah, we got to stop that one dude, Gakpa. He scored every yeah, goal every game. Virgil van Dyke too. That's like their big man, matador, yeah. defensive, like right in the middle. Uh, he's He's a problem. So, yeah, it's going to be a really fun game. Uh, Netherlands probably is a better team, but we just have to be the better team for a little while, just a couple hours on Saturday. Now, college football. Uh, big news. They've uh, decided to go to the 12-team playoff in 2024 and on. Uh, what What are your thoughts? I know, I know a lot of people are against it because um, college football has always been like the regular season means everything. Like can't lose a game or whatever, but I'm always going to be for more um, – good football games and more teams have a chance to win it all they released the bracket like if it started this year and it just looks like so much fun uh first round games are going to be at home those are going to be electric for any team that gets a home playoff game i uh, kind of wish the second round was going to be a home home game as well they're not going to do that first four are going to get buys which is fair still gives you incentive to play for a top four seed and to actually win your conference game my only concern is that these teams that finish in the top 12 and end up going to the championship game are going to have to play 17 games, which is a full NFL season on some college kids. Yes, and, and it's a super fair concern. Uh, my main thing with it is like, yes, the regular season has always been the most important thing. When it comes to college football, it's more important than any other sport, the regular season. If you lose, you already feel like your season's over. But I don't think it should really be like that. I mean, the NFL has 32 teams. College football obviously has way more than that. And um, how many teams get in the playoffs? Like 14 now? And that's how most sports are. You get 16 in with the NBA. Um, it, it just it, it feels more correct that 12 teams would have the chance to play for the championship. I mean, you look at like the, the matchups if, if it was happening this year. And some of those first-round games, they, they may be duds. They may be slaughters. But if you got Alabama, TCU, and, and Tennessee, Michigan, uh, USC, Ohio State, 
State. Like it just adds more fun football to watch. Yeah, I'm always gonna be a fan of more football, regardless. But and a lot of people are saying the giving out the argument of that you know these teams are gonna get blown out and the four best are still gonna make it or whatever. But like we see blowouts in the college football playoff every year. It doesn't matter. There's always gonna be teams that. Like the Alabamas and Georgias and I guess Michigan now, there's always going to be these teams that just blow out other teams because they're just that much better than them. But one year they might get upset and a eight or nine seed might make it to the final game or something. And that's that's awesome. I, I felt like it always should have been eight. Um, and it just made the most sense to me. Uh, the five, yeah, five power conference champions and then three at large because there's usually about three teams that just missed the playoffs that like if one other game went their way they would have been in. So. Eight made the most sense to me, and then you don't have to do any bye weeks, but that takes away from being like one through four because you don't get a bye. Even if you're a conference cha- like conference championship week, a lot of people would probably rest their starters because you know we got we we already know where like if you're the if you're the number one team in the country, and you know you're already going to be in the playoff and you don't get a bye, there's no need in going out there to try to win the SEC championship if um like you don't get a bye anyway. So. I feel like it should have been eight, but the thing that I like about 12 is there still is a little bit of a reward for being one through four. Um, Like I said, the only thing I would change about it would be that the one through four teams also got to host a playoff until the final four and then make the final four neutral site like it is right now. Now we're going to have like the the elite eight of college football also be at neutral sites. But the whole thing about this was always about money. And the most way to maximize money is still – um, call these games bowl games, even though they're like a tournament style, and just send them to those arenas. So those arenas make money, those vendors, beer sales, all that. So I get it. It makes sense. Um, I, I can't wait. I wish it started next year. I'm really glad it starts in 2024 because there was, I think at first it wasn't supposed to start until 2026, and I can't wait that long for anything. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, ready for it. Wish it was going to start now. Do not want them. Everything I just said, do not want them to expand the NCAA tournament, though. NCAA tournament is perfect. Leave it alone. Yeah, I mean, how how much would they have to expand the NCAA tournament for Louisville to get in? Now, I don't, I don't know. Every team, I guess, Pris- Pris- I guess all teams. Trophy. Yeah, yeah, all teams. Tournament lasts the whole season. Just uh, yeah, every game tournament. Is the tournament. Yeah, do or die. Uh, yeah, great point, though. I mean, they in. in incentivizing the the top four definitely helps and it makes sense and it is cool to know i mean you look back at at this season lsu obviously loses a heartbreaker to texas a&m but they were in the top 12 for most of the year it's cool to think like okay there was a world and even kentucky you know they were they were in the top 12 for some of the year it's nice uh it's a different vibe when you're watching your team in week three four five six and you're like oh my god we're in the top 12 you know we're hanging on it gives gives more hope out yeah it gives yeah it gives I feel like in college football, like everybody loves it, obviously, but there's only like six fan bases that can actually be like, oh my God, we can win it all. And now right. it's going to double that at least. And like two years ago, Kentucky finished number 11 the year they beat Penn State in the Citrus Bowl. Like we weren't going to win it all that year, but if we would have played in a playoff game, that would have been like the coolest thing as me as a Kentucky fan would have ever seen. Right, because I mean, at least you have a chance, and also you're not going to see any of those opt-outs anymore, which has killed bowl season for the last six years. If you were one of these 12 teams – Nobody on your team's opting out. It's just not happening. But on the other side of that, at, when it comes to 13 and on, I, it's it's going to be tough for them to hang on to the rest of those bowls when you consider 12 teams get in now. Like if you have the the thir- 14th team in the country, LSU, playing uh, you know the the 20th team in the or 15th, Oregon State, like 
who who gets up for that? Oregon's probably a better example to use because you, you would think Oregon and LSU, they probably have combined between them 10 to 12 NFL guys ready to go for the next year. Uh, who is going to play in that game? Yeah, probably not a lot of um, like player motivation or whatever, but fans will still love them because you can still bet on them. Yeah. And they're still they're all standalone games because they're, there's like two games a night for like a month straight in bowl season. So I get it. Like, um, like fans will still sell out the arena because it's a it's a trip you can take in December and you get to see your team play one last time until the next year. And um, people are obviously still going to bet on them because it's on TV and it's a standalone game and it's college football. But yeah, definitely. Um, like if you finish like thirteenth, it's just going to be tough. But yeah, like I said, more good football games are always a good thing for um for money for fans for uh, the players that get to play in it. Uh, I'm excited. Think it should have been done a long time ago. Think it always should have been eight, but we're in the right direction. Yeah, it's all you can ask for. Good things are coming. Uh, as we get into our picks of the week, uh, you want to do your UK U of L thing again? You know, I'm not gonna not gonna skip it. I uh, went to Kroger Field on Saturday. wasn't fun. I'm not even gonna say that they were that mean to me because they they weren't they they just silently held their hands in an l's down form and stared at me like is this what you came for <laughs> you came back again like i'm not even wasting my breath on you yeah um so yeah not gonna even say that they were that mean to me this time because looking back on it they weren't i will say this is the first time in four years that i was a little nervous watching the game for like three plays uh, yeah, uh, you, guys, you guys scored. Yeah, you guys scored to cut it to seven or to six, and then the first play of third quarter, I was nervous, and then we sacked him. I was like, okay, everything's gonna be okay, and then it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was immediately. Um, yeah, it's tough to win a football game without a quarterback. Yeah, that um, was, that, that you could tell before the um, the first strip sack, they should have been a touch, like an easy walk in touchdown. You could tell it was coming. Uh, definitely watching it on TV. I'm sure you could in the arena too. It was like every play he was holding onto the ball way too long, and like we were an inch away from just blasting him. And then it happened yeah. like the next play. So um, yeah, uh, yeah, the game was to be honest pretty even. Besides the quarterback play, the quarterback play was horrendous for you guys. Yeah, I mean, you just need a guy that's going to hit open dudes and survive out there. You don't need also, every single quarterback to be Mahomes, but good yeah. God. Yeah, you guys were running all over us. So, like, every time you decided to throw, it was like a blessing. Like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Thank God they're not running for seven yards here. Yeah, both running backs in the game were fantastic. Jawar Jordan was great. Uh, he's been great through the end of the season. I, I hope he's a Louisville Cardinal next year. Really, really fun to watch. And then Chris Rodriguez, man, we just we touch him. We jump on his back, and he takes us for a ride. Didn't even have to pay any money to go on the roller coaster. Just free trip for another five yards. It is so, so horrendous. Yeah, he, um, I mean, he does that to most people. Very good player. Top whatever you want to call him, running back in Kentucky history. Going to be sad to see him. Sad to see him go. Um, Levis is gone. Smoke is transferring. Don't really know what the offense is going to look like next year, but Really hope Barry and Brown and Dane Key come back because those guys are very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah man. I, don't, I won't rub it in. It's not like we even looked that great. You guys just looked horrendous. I would rather have it rubbed in and, you know, have my UK people telling me to have What's, some than have my Louisville people tell yeah. me why it's okay. 
That's, yeah, well, that is what I don't want to hear. It wasn't, to be honest, it was a boring game, and it wasn't nearly as fun as the last few years when we beat you guys by 30-plus. So, you know, happy we won. Um, never really thought we were going to lose, except for maybe that one play in the second half. But, yeah, that's fun. Let's do it again next year. Um, Yeah, whatever. <laughs> let's, uh, let's do it again next year. You know, it's... Uh, just save this feeling, please, for next year when you're about to start telling me how much we're going to get killed and that we're going into the oven and you're going to load the Drake up and all that. Just play this clip of you crying. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope I'm not doing that. I, I really, you're going to be. You've done it the last I, four years. Got, I know. I, I know. Something always happens. You were talking I about the post-game governor's. You said you were going to O'Shea's with a governor's cup at 8 a.m. Saturday morning. Told us what yeah. time you'll be there and that you will be holding the governor's cup. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, we didn't do that because I didn't have the governor's cup. Yeah, uh, crazy. If you if you guys would have won, they definitely would let you take it. Yeah, you would assume so. But um, <laughs> yeah, our only chance of walking out with that governor's cup was me storming the field at Kroger and, you know, taking it for myself. Uh, definitely wasn't going to be from the football game. So, uh yeah. Cats, 26, Louisville, I don't know, whatever they finished with. I left in the middle of the third quarter. I don't really know. Uh, I think it was 13. I was I the only one holding on. Late. Me, an incredibly pessimistic person when I'm having a really bad time. I was the only one of our five-person group that kept saying, one more drive. Yeah, one I think more it drive. Was, we got to believe. I think it was 3-0, to zero and you tweeted out, well, it was a good game. Congrats, Cats. <laughs> I, I thought that that would help yeah. us i thought i was gonna swing it you know bring it around and uh yeah i mean I, you try to compromise your integrity for that win you know yeah. i was ready to do it and uh yeah just it just couldn't get it done we just weren't good enough we didn't want it badly enough and i really hope that at some point over the next six years we have a quarterback <laughs> that can throw because god that would be special it's so important well with the transfer portal you can get bunch of cool guys pretty quick so yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're all dying to come yeah. play for the cards probably are don't you guys uh, have a, like a top 10 recruit coming in to play qb yeah pierre clarkson uh, he's not gonna assume he sits out next year um so they're looking at the portal to kind of get some guy to ease him in the names i hear are atrocious I, I just i can't talk to my louisville friends right now like i can't talk to them you know not about louisville i um I'm hearing the the Clemson quarterback. Uh, yeah, him. Uh, the NC State's quarterback that got hurt. That's supposed to be a third round pick. Oh, Apparently, he's, he's just not going to go to the NFL and come to the Cards. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's it's just so so pointless to to talk about literally all the time. Uh, that uh, Michigan quarterback that oh, is transferring. Yeah, who who is horrendous? Who lost yeah. his job? Um, and who I just saw photoshopped in a UK jersey the other day. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's hopeless. It's pointless to talk about. Let's talk about the teams that actually have some hope. And that is Conference Championship Weekend. So, it's going to be tough to come up with five picks apiece because, what, are they like five games? Uh, there's like eight or nine, but, yeah, it's it's tough out here. A little tougher? Okay. Why don't you go first? I keep going first. I keep doing bad. All right. We're probably going to have either the same picks or going head-to-head -head on every game. So um... Let's go. It's a big week. It's a swing week for us. 
Yeah, so the current records, I'm 54 to 56, and you're 53 and 57. So we're about exactly God, the same. Damn, what happened to me? I'm actually surprised that I'm that I'm only four games under five. So we, yeah, we've just yeah. been. Well, you are literally killing it in the NFL, but you are you've gone one and four in college three straight weeks. It doesn't feel like that. You, you know, keep, I feel like I'm watching college. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing good. You keep going three and two or four and one in the NFL, and you keep going one and four in college football. Uh, I'm sure it's going to really help this week with their well, I got, nine games. I got two wins in college. I went two and three in college football last week, and the two wins I got were head-to-head versus you on Cats cards and Missouri-Arkansas. So that was the only two wins oh. I got. It was automatically two losses for you. That Arkansas one may have been even more cruel. You had a million chances to win that game. Yeah, so I did did best you in head-to-head, but I went two and three, and you went one and four, so I don't know what we're celebrating in college football. All right, whatever. This week, I'm coming. Okay. Um, My first pick, I'm going to take, I don't know why, but I'm just going to take UNC plus seven and a half. Um, Been horrendous the last two weeks, so is Clemson, though. Um, Watch Spencer Rattler torch the Clemson defense. No chance they care about this game. Um, don't really have any faith in UNC after the last couple weeks, but you know that's a, that's a touchdown and the hook for a team that is probably just as good as Clemson. Uh, yeah, don't uh, don't totally hate it there, but I, I also caught the entire North Carolina North Carolina yeah, State game, ugly game. That Drake May stuff, pretty hilarious. Let me tell you, did I not mean, look it, good. It, <laughs> oh, no, it, it's been bad. It's been bad for a few weeks now. Uh, North Carolina, their nine and three record, I think, is extremely fraudulent. They beat uh, some of the worst teams in the conference by two and three points over and over again. I like the under sixty three and a half in this game. So, uh, do have something for this game? Almost gonna have to with only nine games. But uh, I do think that uh, this finds a way to slow down. Uh, these two teams have not played each other since two thousand nineteen. Uh, Clemson thirty four points a game, twenty six in the country. North Carolina thirty seven points a game, just screams over. But recency bias Clemson's offense didn't look good against South Carolina you know they, they got what nine points on defense in that game uh it, I, I, I just don't I don't see it I think both teams come out sloppy I don't think this game means a ton to either side neither of them making the playoff so give me under 63 and a half yeah I like that actually um I had the South Carolina under South Carolina Clemson under and it was over instantly but um my next pick might as well just beat you to it I'm gonna take LSU plus 17 and a half um, Georgia, nothing to play for besides the SEC title on the one seed. They're probably going to get up um, 10 to 13 and just slow it down, make sure nobody gets hurt. So I will take the Tigers plus 17 and a half. That is a ton of points. LSU gets up for the big games. We got plus 18 now. Oh, um, excellent. Yep. So, you know, I'm taking it too, obviously. Um, yeah, not much needs to be said. Really embarrassing loss to Texas A&M. Uh, I did feel like you know, Texas A&M was on their third quarterback of the year. He's a redshirt freshman, number two in his class. He played very well. Uh, that A-chain running back they had, he, he's fantastic. He's missed some games. Texas A&M played out of their minds, made awesome plays. And Jaden Daniels getting smacked up and down that field. Like, I'm not he, – he didn't play great, but he was consistently – slow to get up that's what i worry about with this game is that if he gets hurt we're not getting a first down and um that is a very real possibility since texas a&m was constantly injuring him in minor form that georgia could injure him in a major form uh i, I do think i mean when you're looking at i mean georgia's 
what they're score at 35 points. Can we get to 17 against them? Something like that. I, I think so. And, and this is another one of the, like last week with Georgia being 36 and a half against Georgia Tech. Obviously, LSU's better than Georgia Tech. If you go up seven nothing, yeah, you're feeling you're, great in the driver's seat. Yeah. So I, I, I am so bummed out about that LSU Tech. Yeah, it doesn't matter now. It's actually worse than the um, UK U of L loss. I comfortably say that, especially when it felt like God was just piling it on. Yeah, but you know, he has to go to the playoffs. A chance to get the Governor's Cup. Which one? Me. You don't understand how bad I wanted that Governor's Cup. (laughs) So it was a lot closer than you may think. But uh, yeah, pitiful loss. Um, Brian Kelly's already posted stuff like great season guys that doesn't make me feel awesome about this game i'm glad i'm not going uh was really considering going um yeah lsu plus 650 on the money line just let everybody know but uh yeah plus 18 we're on it all right uh moving on i gonna do a little college football teaser for you on saturday i am taking k-state teaser does two games yeah um, I'm going to take K-State plus eight and a half against TCU. TCU been um, riding this miracle season all year. I think Kansas State is a really good team. I think this game is going to be close. Almost want to take Kansas State money line, but I'm a little scared of it. They did play earlier this year. Kansas State lost by 10, but they were winning when their starting quarterback got hurt. So I definitely think this is going to be a close game. Um supposed to be a high-scoring game. I think it's actually going to be a little low-scoring. And then my next teaser is going to be a personal revenge game for myself. I'm taking Troy from minus 8.5 down to minus 2.5 against Coastal Carolina. I woke up on Saturday and just started looking at all the lines, and I thought my app was messed up when I saw Coastal Carolina plus 16 against James Madison. Yeah, Um, they're missing a few QBs, I think. Yeah, I took it straight. I took it money line. I put it in every parlay. They went up 7-3. I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe Vegas messed this up. And they lost, like, by 40-something without Grayson McCall. Without Grayson McCall, they are a horrendous ball club. Um, He's doubtful. I'm sure he'll play at the last second. I don't care. This Troy team is pretty good. Uh, A lot of people remember that Troy-App State game, the Hail Mary at the end when game day was in town. Uh, good team playing for a title. Revenge game for me. I just need Troy to win the game by a field goal. Uh, yeah, I think you got some good logic there. I I, I like the Kansas State teaser leg. It, it does feel like TCU's due for a bar burner. Um, I, I know they most of their season was that way, but after that absolute throttling of Iowa State, I think TCU probably deserves to get in, win or lose this week, but we yeah, both know that there's that. a real possibility that doesn't happen. I guess we should talk about the ultimate chaos if USC and TCU both lose. Well, they just dying to put Ohio State and Alabama. Ohio State would certainly be in, I think. Um, I don't know what they would do with the four spot. I don't know if you put TCU or Alabama there. I don't think LSU can be on with two losses. No, she's got three losses, man. USC, not LSU. I'm saying if USC lost, I don't think they could get in with two losses. Uh, yeah, probably not. Uh, I, I do think that, I mean, USC's loss is, who's their would, loss Both games would be to Utah if they lose Friday. They lost to Utah the first time. Mm. They blew that yeah. game at Utah. And I know everybody yeah, shits on, good. everybody including myself shits on Alabama when they lose and they, um, I don't want to see them in the playoff games. We see it every year, but their two losses were to two top 11 teams on the last play of the game on the road. So like, there, there is an argument there if they get in. Put Tennessee in the playoff then. Yeah, they got two losses too, and they beat yeah. Alabama. I mean, I'd agree, but without Hooker, I don't think they will. 
No, I know, but they beat Which LSU by 30. Yeah, isn't really fair, like, just looking at it, but there's definitely a human element of, like, oh, well, they don't have hookers, so we're not going to put them in. They sure beat Vanderbilt pretty bad without a hooker. Yeah, I'm rooting for USC or TCU to win, so we don't. it doesn't come down to this. I wouldn't mind seeing Ohio State getting the playoff. don't really think they deserve it, but um, I think if Ohio State and TCU played, I think Ohio State would probably be favored. Oh, no, they, they absolutely would. They put saying, the like, lines out for them all, like all the possible matchups. Ohio State would be like five and a half over you. Well, like, I, I, don't, I don't think Ohio State is like – I mean, they've only lost one game to Michigan, but they got killed at home, and they haven't beat anybody, but – I think I'd rather see Ohio State play, to be honest, against um, Georgia or Michigan. Well, not Michigan. They just did that. I think I'd rather see Ohio State play Georgia than TCU play Georgia, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Here, here's what they have right now. So, say Georgia plays USC 1-4. That's chalk, right? They would have Georgia minus 13.5. Yeah. That's a lot. I'd be taking USC there. Me too. Uh, Georgia minus 10 against TCU, 5.5 against really? Michigan, and 5.5 five and and against Ohio State. between TCU and USC? I think that's I think very I w- surprising. I think I would take USC if those two, if USC and TCU played. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see um, how it plays out. There's definitely the, – the only chaos that can happen is if USC and TCU both lose because it's all – Ohio State's just going to slide in for either one of those if one of them lose. If they both win, they're both in, so – which but is a shame because Ohio State just got beat at home by 22 points. I know it's to Michigan, yeah. but good Lord. Yeah, and that would make um, – yeah, that would be Ohio Georgia, Ohio State, and then it would be Michigan versus USC slash TCU if one of those lose. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see uh, what happens. But it seems uh, like the, the Pac-12 always blows it on the Friday before any of their games even start. And I think TCU – I think K-State might beat TCU, so – I'm taking USC minus two and a half. With yeah, it's on it's on my card too. I've been going back and forth all week. I'm just gonna I've been fading USC all year, and I feel like I've been losing all year. So I might as well just as soon as I flip, they're gonna lose. Probably so, but uh, their quarterback's a superstar. Um, that their their defense looked a lot better against Notre Dame than they had recently, and I mean they they just eye test they move the ball so easily down the field they have so many different ways they can beat you and because of Caleb Williams ability to get out of the pocket and run still throw when he's on the run right or left it it just you have to beat them on a specific play like three different times you have to beat your man get in the backfield make him roll out deflect a pass tackle him for I mean you feel like if you stop USC from getting five yards they get a four-yard gain you're like wow we did it and um yeah I I like USC minus two and a half I'd I don't see it from Utah. Obviously, Vegas respects Utah, and um, I mean USC every week. They're barely favored, and they find a way every time. So, is see if they can do it one more time. Yeah, um, that's the fourth pick for me as well. I I think I took UCLA, I took Notre Dame, and I took somebody else against USC. I just been I've been getting killed by them all year. Did have Utah in the first matchup though, so I, I assume this will go bad for me now that I'm switching up on my USC is overrated, but. Yeah, I I want USC to win. I want them to be in the playoff at this point. Um, just kind of talked about it. So, yeah, let's go Trojans Friday night. <clears throat> let's go Trojans, man. Um, <sighs> give me Purdue. <laughs> That's gross. Give me Purdue plus 16. <laughs> That's that? gross. 
This one's for the bring Brom home guy. Plus 16 yeah. and a half. Just for that one guy. <laughs> yeah, just for that one guy. Hey, no, there's never been a Purdue fan, a player, an alumni that's wanted it more than that bring Brom home guy does. Jeff Brom, 3-0 and against teams ranked in the top three. Can't believe that's a real stat. It's 3-0 straight up, not against the spread. Uh, I... Yeah, I want everybody that, you know, listens to that, oh, Purdue, Big Ten Chat getting 16 and a half. I have no faith in that pick. None. Yeah. No, not, literally I mean, none. We're only choosing from like 10 games, so you can't. Yeah, really, yeah so I'm, I don't have a ton of faith I, in any of these. I'm taking Purdue with the thought process of, all right, Georgia's minus 18 against LSU. Purdue's plus six. You know, one of them is probably going to cover. Maybe both will. But, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try Jeff Brom there. You know, um, do I have a pulse? Yes. Is this the XFL? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is this the Big Ten West? Yes. yes. Yeah, Purdue plus 16 and a half. We'll see. We will end up seeing. That is gross. <laughs> uh, my last pick is very painful for me to make. Um, this team that I'm fading has been one of my favorite teams the last couple of years. I'm taking North Texas plus nine versus the Roadrunners. Games in the Alamo Bowl, terrifying place to go into and play against. But this North Texas team, I mean, they just fight. And <laughs> UTSA had to come back and beat them by four earlier this year in October. Um, conference championship game, throw the record books out. Same that you do when you bring Brom home. So I will take North Texas plus nine to keep it close. Also on Friday night, so get this out. What a early. pick. Yeah. Is either that or... Um, Take Tulane against UCF last time when I lost my mortgage on them, so I'm not doing that. How about UCF last week beating South Florida 35 nothing or something, and then I look back over at the right TV, which I had on, very slept on. Just shows how crushed I was by the Cats. And I just had that on and was observing the game, and I look, oh, South Florida's winning. Wow. What? And yeah, South Florida came back and uh, took the lead against UCF after they were up 31 3 or 35 nothing or something. I didn't even UCF know that. ended up winning. Yeah, all the way back in those uh, YSL slime uniforms. Um, yeah, absurd. I don't. I don't have an opinion on that UCF Tulane game uh, at all. Didn't the Tulane's coaches took a job? Didn't they? Uh, can't confirm. Probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, uh, oh wait, jobs open. Two days ago, he says I do intend to be the uh, T- the Tulane coach. Nice. Uh, okay, yeah. he interviewed at Georgia Tech. I uh, can't can't see anything. Um, George Tech trying to get a deal done with him. Doesn't look like he's taking the job yet. So sorry, Willie Fritz. No opinion on your game. Uh, TCU minus two and a half. My last pick. Uh, whatever. Yeah, we got to keep Alabama out of this playoff. We got to find a way. So Horn uh, Frogs USC. It's so not going to happen, but maybe it will. Chalk. <laughs> find one a way. Of, one of them is going to lose. Yeah, let's let's get out of the college football slate three and two somehow. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, all right. NFL, what week is this? Like 13? 14, 13. 14? 13. 13. Yeah, I, I knew it, dude. Because Deshaun Watson I, was – what? I have to do that outfit check every single week, so I always have to say what week it is. It's helped me nice. stay on top of uh, what's going on out there. Week – 13. Yeah, 13. Um, uh, you know, looks like kind of a fun week. I love the NFL board this week. I love every game. I'm going to get crushed. Okay, that's good. That's uh, that's some positivity. <laughs> you can go first again. 
Been saying it since um, preseason. Texans plus seven. Oh, wow. You're really doing that. <laughs> yeah. Texans worst team in the NFL by far. Not close. Deshaun Watson, not a good guy. Going to be rusty two years off. His accusers have a suite in the building. Fans are going to be letting that, him hear about it. That doesn't. That's kind of wild. Well, they put them all together. They said they're not going to be forgotten about. I respect it. Nobody's going to be talking about it. Everybody's going to talk about the game until they see them in the crowd. Expect a lot from that Houston crowd. Don't care if you guys are one nine and one. You got to be out there and loud. The NFL would put this game at 9 a.m. if they could. Um, I was hoping they'd flex it to Sunday night. They did not do that. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Texas yeah, plus seven. Sure didn't. I don't care if they go one. I don't even care if they lose as long as they cover. Um, yeah, this has just been been circling this one on the calendar since week one when I saw that he was coming back for his first game against Houston. Uh, a lot of emotions from a really bad guy who hasn't played football in two and a half years. Uh, yeah, you, you've been saying you're going to take that for a while. I have too, and uh, the Texans are on a 15-0 run when you consider that yeah, last half hot. that they played. Yeah, went down 30 to nothing to the Dolphins, lost 15 Almost covered. to 15. They thought about it. They, they did think <laughs> about it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not going to do it. I'm going to let that be for you. Um, too much too much Texans for me. Uh, my first pick, I'm going to take Seattle Seahawks, minus seven. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel good. I cannot wait for Christmas when our two teams get to play each other in the dog shit. Nobody have your first round pick bowl. People are upset about that. <laughs> oh, uh, I zero to zero in front of the people whole. People are mad. People are mad. Our, our family is going to be really mad when we leave our Christmas to go hang out with each other and watch that game. Yeah, Haven't thanks. you both been eliminated for three weeks since week three? <laughs> yes, this is our last chance. Uh, yeah, Seahawks minus seven. Uh, the Rams' entire team is out. They're missing around $200 million in total payroll in this game. Uh, no Aaron Donald, no Cooper Cup, no Matthew Stafford, no Allen Robinson. Kind of gross that he even belongs in the same sentence yeah, as those guys. guys. But now, it Skronik is, uh, is about to snap. Uh, Skronik's going to be out there. Uh, Skronik is going to play back. Um, this far, far, as far as I know. <laughs> Uh, the Seahawks, the Rams typically do pretty well against the Seahawks, and I think that they're waiting for a moment like this. But I thought that Bryce Perkins was fine last week. He hung in there against the Chiefs, but he's he's very limited in what he can do. Uh, we can't run the ball at all. We can't throw. Uh, Tutu Atwell's the best player on the team. It's not going to get you an NFL victory or a loss by less than seven. Seahawks still firmly in this playoff hunt. Tough loss last week to the Raiders. Man, are they going to be happy to walk into SoFi Stadium and have it be 80% Seahawks fans. Way nicer than their stadium. You all get to hang out together, take a little road trip. Uh, this is going to be a slaughter. Uh, Over-unders 41. I expect it to go under, too. I'd say Seahawks 27, Rams 6. Yeah, I'm just a little – just transition nicely into my my max unit whale play teaser of the week. Seahawks minus 1, Ravens minus 2.5. Um, our teams are horrendous. <laughs> they cannot score. We just got absolutely slaughtered by Sam Darnold and the Panthers. Um, Lamar might not play. I kind of hope he doesn't because the line would drop a few points, and it does not matter because Tyler Huntley will still be the best quarterback on the field with ease. So, yeah, um, Ravens, Seahawks, to win the game, they will do it rather easily. Uh, yeah, I like it. I sent you that tweet earlier this week. If you were to tease the opponent of the Rams and Broncos every week, so just put them together and you tease them, 
the leg is never lost. Uh, that teaser would be 11 and 0 at 22 and 0 when it comes to the leg specifically. That is just insane that we had not been able to finish at any point against any opponent. We've had six points above that mark. It is very, very pathetic. Uh, don't hate it. Did not have fun. I gave out the Broncos last week. Thought they were going to find a way. Uh, was did not have a good time. Um, yeah. Horrible team. Worse than the Rams. I guess we will see on Christmas. Yeah, we're going to find out on Christmas. Merry uh, Christmas, we, America. Don't whoever we both have left out there. Um, yeah, not fun. Uh, my next pick, Chargers. Pick them. Psych. The Raiders against Jesus the Chargers. In the pick them. Raiders Taking are hot. the Raiders easily. Raiders are hot. You know I just love the Raiders. I'm a massive Derek Carr fan. Watching him move to tears after the Josh Jacobs overtime run. It almost brought me to tears in hoops. Not just because North Carolina just lost in four overtimes, but because I was legitimately happy for Derek Carr and this Raiders bunch. Uh, pretty solid. The Raiders are 4-7 and seven right now. It, it, extremely hot. Went in two in a row to get from 2-7 and seven to 4-7. and seven. Uh, the Chargers, great win last week. I won't deny it. Really, really exciting late game finishes uh, for the four o'clock last week. They go for two. They get it. Their coach is a madman. He's a maniac. But this Raiders team is playing well. Uh, they can run. They can throw. So can the Chargers. I see some points in this game. But, uh, man, I, I will comfortably take the Raiders. Last game they played, Chargers 24, Raiders 19. These teams are going to split. They are about even. Love the Raiders. Yeah, I like the over in that game. It feels like they go over every single time they play. So, Not last time. Yeah. My next pick is going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers, minus one. Speaking of teams that are hot, two out of three for the Steelers. Kind of led the Bengals for a little bit of that game. They've been playing good ball. Um, TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, both back. Kenny Pickett looking like a good NFL quarterback as of in late. In Atlanta. In Atlanta, yeah. Um, the Falcons absolutely crushed me on Sunday. Falcons money line would have saved my whole day. They... Threw a pick on the one-yard line. This team is terrible. Um, looked like they were going to make the playoffs five weeks ago. They've lost three of four. Um, shouldn't have beat the Bears in that game either. So, bad, bad team. Steelers kind of um, playing a little better ball. Um, defense fully healthy finally. And Kenny Pickett emerging a little bit. So, I'll take the Steelers in a pick, basically. Falcons half game out of first in the NFC South. Still right there. Still make the playoffs easily. Yeah, the uh, Bucks are going to go seven and nine and host a playoff game. It, it does appear that way. Yeah, the, the Sorry, Panthers seven and, and Saints only a game and a half behind. Arnold, Arnold looked all right. Arnold looked like the best quarterback that I've ever seen on Sunday. Yeah, it's probably hyperbole, but he did look all right. He he was throwing. I had to be the only only person that watched every play of that game. He was you, dropping. You did. You he you was worked. dropping dimes all over the I, field. There were people at that stadium in Carolina, and they were watching games on their phone. You were the <laughs> only one that play. saw every play. Boring. I'll take your word for it. Um, okay. Uh, uh, I, I don't love it. Najee Harris is out, or, or questionable, sorry. And that may mean it's time Snell, to snail, yeah. Yeah, yeah. snail, yeah. With uh, one last L's down for me on Monday Night Football. Really appreciated that, Vinny Snell. Cannot believe you're still in the NFL with your seven two forty time. Uh <laughs> My next pick, you want to guess it? I don't know. You already faded the Rams and the Chargers. Oh, um, who do the Bengals play? Yeah, Bengals plus two and a half against the Chiefs. It's the Bengals plus two and a half against the Chiefs. Uh, a lot of a lot of jawing going on in the locker room. Um, safety Justin Reed, who the Chiefs picked off the, picked up this offseason, said that he was going to shut down T. Higgins, and then he said he meant to 
refer to the tight end, Tyler Higby, and then he corrected himself again and <laughs> said Hayden Hurst. So I would imagine those film rooms uh, that the Chiefs are, yeah, I imagine they're pretty intense. I mean, they know everything about their opponent. Uh, we're pissed off about that. Justin Reed is the 48th uh, ranked safety out of 60 in the NFL. That's pretty good. They should probably give him a few more million dollars. Uh, Joe Burrow is the only active quarterback with a winning record against Patrick Mahomes. Um, well, I wonder what that means. Bengals coming out in their orange orange uniforms. You have to think that matters. Last year, Chiefs went up 14-0 in Cincinnati. Uh, Jamar Chase put it on them. Uh, went into their house and took the AFC Championship from them. Uh, Bengals are coming alive. Easy, never-in-doubt victory over the Titans last week. I respect the Chiefs. really do. I don't, like, love this pick. But uh, I think the Bengals find a way. Coming out party. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Wish I was going to the jungle. Yeah, I had the Chiefs both times last year, and it was, the first half was really fun, and the second half was not any fun at all. So I will not be touching this game at all. But yeah, that was really weird trash talk from somebody who wasn't even on the team last year. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe lucky. he says that every week, and now we're lucky just talking I, about it. They're lucky I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, okay. <laughs> Weren't you on the Texans last year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, my next pick is going to be another ball club playing good ball. Taking the Detroit Lions plus one at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars coming off that huge comeback win against the Ravens. Um, Lions were like three plays away from winning three in a row. Oh, four in a row, sorry. They almost beat the Bills on Thanksgiving. Dan Campbell has these boys bought in. Um, Jacksonville did look good last week. Looks like Trevor Lawrence is putting it together a little bit, but you know, I'm just I'm rolling with this hungry Lions bunch. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, I don't mind that one at all. The Jags, though, huge win, emotional win. Yeah. Could possibly the Ra- turn them around. The Ravens play in the exact same game every single week. They get up 10, and then last it comes down to the last play of the game. It, it is kind of insane how it just – I thought that Justin Tucker field goal was going in, and then it just yeah, landed walked, in the middle of the end zone. You walked out of Roosters. We hung back and watched it, and we everybody, was, everybody in the building was throwing their arms up, and then it just came up like three yards short. Oh, that was the first play I saw at the uh, at the local hoops – uh, man, great vibes there. I, I like to see that victory from the Jays. I like to see the Bengals win the AFC North. So um, I'm, I'm down for a few mo- more of those. Let's go Broncos. Oh, I was like, well, I thought you were going to give us out as a pick. <laughs> no, no, no. Good. Um, I'm, Good call. No, we're going to get creamed. The Ravens beat the shit out of us last year. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't have anything to say about you all getting creamed. Um, Good idea. Yeah, whatever. I know what it's like uh, to have your team lose every single week. Uh, <laughs> my next pick is going to be the Vikings minus three against the Jets. I think the uh, Mike White stuff's a little carried away. You agree? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think he's better than Zach Wilson. Sure. But I, I don't think he is a franchise QB. I just think this line should be five or six. I know the Vikings point differential thing is a factor. They they're like plus three or plus five, and they're nine and two. It's say the lowest for an NFL team of all time. But it, when it comes down to it, this game is in Minnesota. Uh, Mike White was the king. He said he was supposed to be the the first 
pick in his draft class or whatever, and he got it put on him by the Colts on Thursday Night Football and didn't start again. And uh, we we saw him, and he looked good. I mean, he was getting receivers involved that hadn't seen the ball all year, it felt like, 31-10 to 10 over Trevor Simeon. Let's relax. Uh, the Vikings 33 on a very good Patriots defense on Thanksgiving and a little extended by. Same thing as your Lions pick there. I uh, like the Vikings here. Nothing against the Jets. Mike White was fantastic last week, 22 of 28, 315 yards, but I don't think he's going to lead them to victory every week on the road. Give me the Vikings. They have Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I don't hate that. Um, I do think the Vikings are going to lose a couple games before the year's over, kind of balance out that point differential yeah. record. Jets' defense is very good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, basically a pick. I, I like the Vikings at home as well. Uh, my last pick, maybe the hottest team in the NFL. I'm taking the Washington Commanders. Minus two and a half against the Giants. Commanders have won six out of seven, only lost by three points to those Vikings we just talked about. Taylor Heineke completely turned this team around. Um, getting Chase Young back for the first time all season. Um, he was on IR, and then he got the flu. He will be back. Defense has been playing good. Allowed 23 points combined over the last two weeks. Only allowed 21 to the Eagles. Uh, Giants kind of falling off. We thought they would. They've lost three out of four. Uh, only went in that stretch over the Texans. So two teams kind of trending in different directions. This will this they play they play this week, then they have a bye, and then they play the week after. Really weird schedule set up. So they play like two times in a row basically, and that's probably going to decide that last NFC wild card spot. So these are huge games. Uh, I'll, I'll just take the team that's playing better at the moment. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was kind of. The Cowboys, they're they're a strange team for sure. I mean, they're obviously very good, but the Giants got that late garbage time touchdown to make it closer. But I also felt like the Giants played all right on Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, they did. Um, yeah, I I kind of feel like that may go the other way. Like they're they're kind of due to win, and the Commanders are absolutely due to lose. But nah, I don't. I don't. But, I don't yeah, that. they're probably gonna split these two. I just gotta be on the right side of the first one, and then I'll probably take the Giants in the second one. Yeah. Or if the Fact. Giants win this week, I'll probably take the Commanders again. My last pick, and I'm not going to have fun doing this. I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins plus four at San Francisco. This should be Sunday Night Football or Chiefs-Bengals, but they refuse to flex the Cowboys out. Yeah, which is The four o'clock slate is like the best of the season so far. It is, and I think we've all had enough of the Colts. Can we all agree that we don't yeah. need to watch the Colts anymore? It's not fun. Um yeah, I like the Dolphins plus four here. Uh, it, it's a road game. Obviously, the Niners are are a juggernaut. Big, bad Niners scoring 13 against the Saints last week at home. One touchdown to Jawan Jennings, who who is my guy. But, uh, yeah, it, the Dolphins left their foot off the gas uh, against the Texans. Uh, they look great in the first half, and they were actually trying. They could beat you a bunch of different ways. I cannot believe how offensively potent the Dolphins truly are. Their secondary is also fantastic. I think they give Jimmy G some problems. Uh, the Niners are without their starting running back, Elijah Mitchell, in this game. Uh, I think that's a big deal. They traded for Christian McCaffrey. They don't really play him, though. He's in on about 40% of the snaps or so. He's questionable as well. That's the Niners thing. They can run the ball. Uh, the Dolphins coach, he comes from the Niners. I think he knows what they're going to do. And uh, I think this is a very meaningful game for both sides. I think it means more to the Dolphins. I like getting four points here. I think this line should be three. I'll take the Dolphins. Yeah, I like the Dolphins, too. Um, a lot of people saying... Super Bowl matchup, possibly, preview. Let's, let's relax. <laughs> I, 
I I love this 49ers team. Um, I need to pray on their downfall. The Broncos do own their first-round pick. Don't, it's going to be in the, the high 20s at least. Um, I think the 49ers are going to win the NFC, um, to be honest. I just think they're the most complete team. They've been there before. They've done it. doesn't mean they're going to win this week. I think the Dolphins are very good too. Uh, if anybody knows that Shanahan offense and maybe how to stop it, it's probably Mike McDaniel, who's probably my favorite coach in the league just based on his um, – his mic'd up clips and stuff seems like a cool guy. So I do like the Dolphins plus four this week as well. think it should be two and a half. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to be a Super Bowl preview, though, with the AFC Championship preview I'm not being that. in Cincinnati at I'm not 4 saying o'clock. that. People are saying so I don't think. I don't think are they going to let three teams in the AFC Championship? Yeah. No, I don't think that. Um, I don't think the Dolphins are going to win the AFC, but I do think the Niners are going to win the NFC. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm I'm off. I'm off that trade. My Super Bowl prediction would be Eagles, Bengals, absolute war. Looking forward to it. Probably I feel like there's, the basement. there's probably f- four teams that can win the NFC: Cowboys, Eagles, Niners, and Vikings. If everything goes right. Yeah, yeah. And the AFC, it's probably Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. Uh, maybe Ravens if they ever figure something out, but probably not. yeah, maybe the Dolphins. And Dolphins, yeah, I would, throw, I would definitely throw the Dolphins in the yeah, they're could, worthy. Could if everything yeah. goes right, just like the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do feel like the Dolphins are. Yeah, you know, they're I, they're more fun to watch than the Vikings. Vikings got a ton of talent though. Playoffs are gonna be fun. Uh, but yeah, I do. I, in terms of this week, liking the Dolphins there. Uh, let's, let's see. Let's see if we can turn it around. You're right though. That four o'clock slate is. Awesome, especially since all your local sports bars that you love to watch football at are going to be showing cards and cats basketball. That's right. They both play at 1 o'clock on Sunday. It is devastating. They should not be allowed to play college basketball on Sunday until like 7 p.m. I mean, it's all we have, you know? Yeah. That Sunday at Rush, it's all we have. How can you take it away from us? These games both could have easily been Saturday at 1. Why not? Put them on every TV at Roosters on Saturday at 1. Who do they play? Cards play Miami of Florida, and judging from the fact that they are a D1 college basketball team and and have uniforms, I'd say that gets ugly for the Cards. They're they're like undefeated, I think. They might have lost one. They're not ranked, and they're not going to get much help um, from beating the Cards. The Cats play Michigan in London. Oh, my God, put it on every TV. What a game. It's going to be on a lot of TVs at any sports bar you can go to. Wow. Yeah. Horrendous. Games in That's London. Fun. Been, don't know how time zones work, but I'm sure it didn't have to be at 1 p.m. Yeah, it's it, Premier League is typically like t- 10 a.m. and 2 o'clock around there. Well, 10, 10, 12, 2. That would be awesome. Could watch the game and then go watch football. Yeah. I would love if that game was at 10 a.m. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think it's devastating. But, yeah, I think cards Miami being on any of the team. I'm not going to complain about the UK-Michigan thing. That would be messed up to do. It's a basketball game in London, two successful programs. Cards Miami being on any of the TVs is like, you, you got to call the cops. Yeah, it's going to be. Hopefully the cops are there. <laughs> yeah. that's. Uh... Come on, cops. Uh, let's see. <laughs> we got anything else going on? Uh, you, you got any thoughts on college basketball? We kind of been, I feel like we're a little more locked in early in the season than we uh, usually are. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously there's teams that look better than most. Um, Houston, Purdue. Purdue obviously had probably the most impressive week last week. Um, Arizona looks really good to me. Definitely don't think there's like 14 teams better than them or whatever they're ranked. Uh, they're four now. They, they Yeah. 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 
Um, Arizona looks good. Houston looks really good. Purdue has been great, like I said. Um, North Carolina's lost three in a row. Kind of think that run to the final game up 20 might have been more flukish than we realized in the moment. Um, they obviously still have talent. They haven't been losing to like bad teams, but it definitely didn't look like the best team in the country. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, North Carolina looks bad. Uh, that, that's yeah. uh, it's been really great oh, because they got I like, both um, guards. I like Arkansas a lot. Arkansas looks great. Yeah, and Arkansas still missing that badass freshman. I don't know when he comes back, but he's supposed to be the best player on their team. They're for real. Maui was super fun to watch. Uh, as good of, of an opening tournament as as we've seen in probably our entire lives. Arizona is by far my my favorite team to watch in college basketball. The way they use those two big dudes, the way they can shoot it, it's com- a completely unselfish brand of basketball. Uh, Courtney Courtney Ramey, like complete career resurgence in there. He is awesome for them. Uh, we got Baylor Gonzaga on Saturday later in the day. Baylor is just horrendous. Um, we expect Gonzaga to win that one. If anybody's interested, um, I think that's Saturday. Maybe it's Sunday. What is it? Baylor Gonzaga. That's this weekend sometime. It's coming up. Uh, and then obviously Cats, Michigan. That's going to be a fun one to watch this weekend. It's Friday. 1 o'clock Sunday. Friday even. Friday at 8. Right during USC, Utah. I love it. Houston's got one of their only tests of the entire season coming on Saturday. Uh, they play St. Mary's at 9.30. St. Mary's is pretty good. I watched all of St. Mary's in New Mexico State last night. Richard Pitino has those guys buzzing. My God, if he was the Louisville coach, we'd be 5-2. Uh, New Mexico, fa- fantastic team. 7-0, and very, very under the radar. Really fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's been as enjoyable as college basketball can be when uh, your favorite team is zero and seven. So yeah, yeah, um, I've never really seen anything like this Louisville team. Not only are they zero and seven, they have not even threatened to cover a spread. No, no, never been these close. Spreads, these spreads are about to get ridiculous. Yeah, they don't they don't play hard. Um, they they, they have to do no... for the first like ten minutes. They have no depth because they don't have starters, so it's impossible to <laughs> sub. Um, yeah, they're not well coached. Um, yeah, Chris Mack, man, what's up? Yeah. Um, what you doing, you know, Chris Mack? Not sure how long that Kenny Payne thing is going to last. I think it'd be a miracle if it gets to the year. I will say this, Cardinal. I think he probably. Florida A&M is bad. Time. Florida yeah. A&M is bad. Lost by 40 last night to Florida. We got Florida, Florida A&M. Florida State's bad, too, but they looked, they looked okay last night. Yeah, I mean, they were like 1-7. and seven. Yeah, yeah but Purdue was, Purdue was coming off that, like, like the or West Coast big week road trip. Then they'd go down to Florida. Yeah, but, like, Maryland emptied Maryland's their bench good. with 11 minutes left in the second half. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That Florida State game, Florida State will probably be like minus six and a half. That's not enough. <laughs> it's probably not enough. You guys, not will enough. Be favored, you guys will be favored against Florida A&M. I probably think so. Like, I, probably I, by like eight or ten Maybe points. by eight or so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. At, what, at what point are you going to wake up and be like, oh, we got to take Florida A&M. I mean, if it gets the, the Rattlers. If it gets to like 12, I might have to take the Rattlers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if L. Ellis opts out, that's a pick uh, and I, I, I don't know what he's doing, not opting out. But, yeah, uh, horrendous ball club. Uh, absolutely no hope. Uh, 
no signs of light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know why you would get a recruit if your recruit's like, oh, man, I'm a badass. I'm a top 30 player, and all these teams are recruiting me. And why would I go to this school that's 0-7 right now? Like, I do feel like that has to matter. And you can be the hero. Hero of what? <laughs> Cardination. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, this is uh, this is the worst little basketball team in my life. And uh, Think I was bummed I couldn't go to the, bummed I couldn't go to the Maryland game on Tuesday. On though. Sunday at one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to get shot, hypnotized, <laughs> uh, thrown in the back of a truck, and they just have to drop me in there. Yeah, that's your punishment. You get dropped off at the Yum Center. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> not a good one. I mean, I would have to have no level of coherence. Like, just wake up. Yeah, oh my oh god, my I'm god. in the. How, how did I get here? <laughs> how did I? How did Please. I get here? How are we already down twelve? It says ten minutes till tip off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's yeah, Miami's kind Miami's kind of nice. I got a big win against Rutgers last night. I still got that Isaiah Wong dude for the ninth year in a row. Oh my god, he can walk out there with St. Andrews eighth grade basketball team, just him, and win that game by ten points. <laughs> yeah, he's he's nice. So is, good. So is St. Andrews shooting guard though. Yeah, he, he, I can't lie, he is. Yeah, I, I watched the sales play mail on Monday, and I'll tell you what, the sales is giving Louisville a war. I mean, they play good basketball. They did. They beat mail. Nice. They beat mail. It was really fun. Play Ballard tomorrow. I might get in there. Get in there, bro. Lead the student section. I, I can't. I was doing it from the side. That student section, man. Thank God. I, I don't want to give my thoughts on Red Talk about that, but it could <laughs> It could be a lot better. They've really toned down the phrasing. I liked it better when it was just ruthless. <laughs> you know, nothing more demeaning you could say to a ref than, like, get him glasses. Like, yeah, I'm, sure that, I'm sure that ref went home and bawled his eyes out. <laughs> yeah, like, just stop. <laughs> just don't say anything if that's what you're going to say. Let him have it. Let him say something mean. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but, something terrible to him. Yeah, we got to fluster these people. Uh, but yeah, High impressive basketball refs making ten dollars a game. Impressive win, nonetheless. And I will say, those officials did a nice job. Maybe that's why I was mad because I thought he didn't need glasses. I thought he was doing just fine. That's probably what it was. But yeah, it uh, about wraps us up for another week. Um, let's let's try to find somewhere we can watch this uh, USA soccer game without uh, breaking into an establishment. Let's do it, man. Go USA. All right, yeah. Go America. That's something we can all cheer for. All right. TTYL.